0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. 1069 FM 1390 AM. The FAN. Hey, good afternoon, everybody.
1: Eric France and Ajay Salvison. Thanks for tuning in, joining us here on a Tuesday. An eventful Tuesday. Started this morning with the news that the Utah State series against Wyoming in Logan would not be taking place. Games have been postponed. At least the official release from the Mountain West used that word, postponed. Whether it will be made up or not is still to be determined because Utah State also needs to or may potentially have the opportunity to make up the game, uh, their game two against Fresno State. And speaking of games in the Mountain West, Boise State is making some news with some uh, proposals that they're floating out there, which could affect their future series against the Aggies as well. So, Ajay Salves and Eric Franson here with you. Thanks for tuning in, whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, or streaming online, 106.9thefan.com, or if you're listening on our podcast, we appreciate you joining in and participating. And as always, you can... Chime in and let us know your thoughts. Ask us questions or disagree with us at 435-339-0321 or message us directly through the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. And, Ajay, it seems like they're more disagreeing with you than they are with me, but uh, it's open for either one. You know, if you want to disagree with anything that I say... um Wait, did you say more disagreeing it, it, with me? You're welcome to, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, I know more often than not, it's those disagreements are
2: usually... Your because direction. I'm right and they're wrong and they can't handle it. <laughs> no. I'm Boise State and you're the rest of the <laughs> Mount West Conference and I know what I'm talking about. That's, uh, it's so, getting closer to home. Eric, can we? Uh, I, I think the headliner is, is Utah State Series being postponed in Wyoming. Here's the crazy part um, Sean Harrison uh, reported this. I want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, no positive test on the Yaggies. It, it, the rules are for the Mount West Conference that you need eight scholarship players available and how many coaches available? I think, I can't remember how many. That I don't know. I don't know what that number is. So, it, let me make something clear. There are no positive tests between the coaches and players. Um, There is one positive test Uh, oh man, on Utah State staff. It was not a player. It was not a coach. And... uh um, and yet, the Mount West Conference is saying, well, you still can't play. I need to know from the Mount West Conference, from the horse's mouth, what exactly is the rules then?
1: Well, is it from Wyoming then?
2: No, there's no... Po- there's no Wyoming... Uh, Sean Harrison reported that Wyoming had no positive test at all.
1: So it's not coming from Utah State or from Wyoming? Y- well... There are no positive tests oh, from on, the, in either,
0: either From team? the
2: players and coaches, there are no positive tests, if you catch my drift. From the players and coaches of Utah State and, and Wyoming, Wyoming, there's no positive test. Then how does this game not take place? That is a And I'm, I'm telling you, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth of the Mountain West Conference. Why can't Utah State play? What are we missing here? Like, What's the rules then? Because the rules at first were a scholarship player got to be available and this many coaches have got to be available. Well, they're available. So what are we doing? Like the same thing with Fresno State, by the way. They could have played. In fact, they should have played. And Fresno State didn't want to. Um, which leads me into 9315 text. Do you think athletic directors and coaches are using COVID as a way for gamesmanship in college athletics, many in basketball? Just wondering, seeing USU is playing really well right now, but it's having games canceled. I thought you only need one coach and six guys healthy to play. Is this, is this true? Am I just being a conspiracy theorist, or is this stuff really true? Uh, so it's eight guys that you need. Um, you need eight scholarship. It's eight players. Eight scholarship players, and
1: we learned that just recently with New
2: Mexico's whole thing. They and, didn't
1: have yeah eight available scholarship players, and it's
2: and it's more than one coach. I'm not sure the number on coaches. But the whole like, and I don't think there's any gamesmanship from the athletic directors. I, I'm not going with that. Now I don't think I think the athletic directors would love to see Mr. Hartwell doesn't want to see games canceled just to protect their seating in the Mount West Conference. That's that that is absolutely absurd and berserk. But, um, I I don't I, I don't have a good reason why Fresno State doesn't want to play. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Aggies could have played. And Fresno State didn't want to, and it just doesn't make like doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, we're far enough into the season; it shouldn't be a problem. But what do I know? Coming into this week, Wyoming was ranked eighth in the standings.
1: Uh, yeah, if the game, if these games happen and they lose, does it really adversely affect their standings? Is it going to make that big of a difference? What if they come into town and they beat the Aggies? Wouldn't that be a great feather in your cap? Why would yeah. you duck any game? Because you don't want. To you're get not your, at risk because
2: of, you don't want to get your butt handed to. Because still ahead you're of San Jose, even yeah. if they lose these two yeah. games. Their but then, seating's
1: not going to change after this week, no matter what. But then we
2: also, if you look forward just a tad bit, what if the Mount West Conference says, you know, we're going to limit it from the 11 teams, we're going to take out three of them two of them, obviously San Jose State being one of them, and we're just going to condense it into a sixteen term tour- six-team tournament. Then, you know, maybe someone tries to maneuver a seating way to be able to get the fifth, so you don't have to play this team or whatever the case might be. But, but until State's gonna get the Mountain kick, West
1: has made that announcement, yeah, you've got to play the games true.
2: that are on your schedule. That's true. I agree. I agree. Now, here's the kicker to everything. Fresno State plays Boise State in a makeup game March 4th, which would be the week before the Mount West conference starts. It's already been announced. That was according to BJ Reigns of the Idaho Press. Me thought before this whole Wyoming thing went down was that maybe Utah State could play Fresno State. Maybe not go to California and play them, but maybe just go to Boise State and play Fresno State in a two game. You know, Boise State play one game, and then after a day off, you get Utah State. Something like that. Wouldn't be too much to ask. I mean, but Fresno State would get their butts handed to two games in a row in less than three days. Good for you. Um, But now that the Wyoming series has been, quote-unquote, postponed, I think that Utah State will end up playing Wyoming over that open week in March just to get those two games in. It's because, I mean, that's one more game you get to play in that open week. I don't know if. Again, we don't know what it's going to look like because, here's the problem, you still have two weeks of, no, yeah, you still have two weeks of basketball left. You got Boise State next week, and then you've got Nevada next week, God willing that they actually let the games be played. The other problem is, is uh, you haven't played a game in three, you played one game in three weeks. One game in three weeks. This team is itching, just itching to get on the court to see another team in a different jersey. And they can't right now. It's just, it's got to be frustrating for the players as much as it is for us. A lot of
1: games are are postponed this week in the West Coast Conference. There's a few in the WAC. Uh, Most of the games in the Big West are on, from what I could tell. Uh, I didn't look at the Pac-12, though. But I looked around to see, could Utah State find a potential partner to dance with this week? There's a lot of teams that they had that happen to them. They're fine. Their opponent isn't, and they're they've got a lost week. I'd have to think there are other people out there that are that will be willing to play a team like
2: Utah State. Yeah, yeah, especially from the WCC. Like if you can get, I mean, Saint Mary's would be the best. They oh, yeah. were
1: originally on the great. schedule. Yeah. It had to be dropped because the, the the season started a little bit later. Your non conference schedule got squished. It was harder to figure out who you were going to play against and where. But I think there's a chance they could revive that series, even if it's just one game. St. Mary's right
2: now is, uh, what I-, I wrote it today, they're like uh, 65, 66 yeah. in the net ranking. So here's the other thing is, can you get St. Mary's to come here? Because the Aggies have been on the road for two weeks straight, make it three weeks after, I mean, they, they go to Boise. Can you get St. Mary's to go from Moraga, California to Utah State and play them inside the Spectrum? If you can do that, then you're okay. Which, by the way, I guess was supposed to be the schedule in the first place Was St. Mary's was supposed to come here. So if you can get that to happen, that would be wonderful. If St. Mary's would be willing to come here and play a non-conference game originally scheduled before COVID hit and erased it, um, that would be wonderful. The question is, is what, today's Tuesday, February 9th? You would have to have that game set in stone by, say, what, Thursday? 12. Yeah. It should, Wh- Wednesday. Be
1: quickly. It's because you'd probably want to play it Friday,
2: um, no yeah. later than Saturday. Yeah. Well, yeah. You could play it. So, see, yeah. See, I was thinking you, you, think you could play Saturday. You still scout for Boise State. Because, in, in, in all honesty, if you. If the Aggies were to win this game, or I mean, this law this game would not impact what their goal is at the end of the at the end of the tunnel. They're still looking at a Mountain West Conference regular season championship and a number one seed into the Mount West Conference tournament. The St. Mary's game doesn't affect that. But it'd be a great game, as you mentioned, for net ranking, for uh, you know, some bracket resume. Uh for that regard, yes, but I think. And, and, but if you could play it on Saturday, it still gives you time to scout for Boise State, and then turn around and play Boise, and then you leave on Tuesday to get ready for Boise State in a Wednesday Friday series, then uh, then you should be all right. Yeah, but this is a mess, Eric. Is this so, is such
1: a freaking mess. So messy. Now, look, um, Kurt Herbstreet, Street. The <laughs> end of the football season. Openly thought about Michigan potentially Dodging doing opponents. some gamesmanship, yeah, and that there were other teams out there who were per- were using coronavirus as cover, um, not to uh, to play certain games, and he got all kinds of heat. Oh, he got a lot of crap for but, saying that. But then what happened? But now we're into the basketball season, and Ajay it's getting to this point of the season where it's like
2: this. Sure feels like that's going on here yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a um you gotta look at it, right? You gotta take a long hard look at it and wonder uh what exactly is is going on. Again, they had the coaches and the players available to play. So why didn't they play against Fresno State? And why can't they play now? And I kinda wonder if the Mountain West Conference had an issue with an earlier positive, but that, that didn't affect the players or coaches, but we're worried for Wyoming. But, I, I, I then, see, but then we're extending the rules a little bit further, right? We're putting that net out there just a little bit further, and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said at the, at the start of the season, if you have this and this, you are going to play a basketball game. Great, they had it. So why can't they play? That's that's what's so entirely frustrating. I mean, it's got to be frustrating for this basketball squad. They have the requirements. Let them play. Right. You can't keep moving the goalposts. No, exactly. Yeah, you're spot on.
1: (laughs) Super frustrating. Yeah,
2: and I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the coaching staff. I feel bad for our fans. Fans had tickets. They went and bought their tickets. And they were excited to come see, you know, Wyoming and Utah State basketball. Uh, just to watch the Aggies, because we haven't seen them. It feels like an eternity since the Aggies were inside the spectrum. And they had the chance to watch them and now they can. And next week we go to Boise on the road. Then we're finally back at home against uh, against Nevada. But that's not till Friday. The a Friday Sunday series. Um, which I still think will sell out within I mean, I if it hasn't sold out already uh, but then, after that it's the malwest conference tournament and yeah you're 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 not guaranteed a whole lot
1: It's just so frustrating because we don't know uh yeah in, in you know these the new mexico San Diego State series didn't happen because a player needed a mental break. We had another player who just wanted needed to get his academics right and another player who Needed a little extra time to recover from a strained knee. And that put them below that eight-player limit. And Coach Weir was very open about it. We haven't heard anything about why this game is canceled. Quote-unquote postponed. Only that very brief line from the Mountain West saying, the series between Utah State and Wyoming has been temporarily postponed. Makeup date will be announced later.
2: And that was it. Yeah.
1: And yeah. <laughs> so we don't. We that's don't what's have so answers. difficult. It's so annoying about this whole process. It has been all season when these other postponements or cancellations have happened. They don't really let you know. Is it because this team has an outbreak or contact tracing? Is or is it because of that team? They're just saying it's just not happening.
2: It's not good, and I can't need more of what's going on. But and, and I don't blame Utah State for not coming out with that information. If the Mount West Conference is going to postpone games, the Mount West Conference needs to say who what's going on.
1: Well, and I don't know why Utah State can't say, hey, we're healthy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: true. If, yeah. I'm like, hey, we were excited to play Wyoming. We wanted to play. And we were ready to play. But that... Game has been postponed. We hope to be able to make it up at a future date. If Utah State schedules, finds another team, and plays them this week, then it's pretty clear it's on Wyoming
2: why the series didn't happen. Yeah, or it's on the Mountain West Conference saying, well, we want to protect all our teams or whatever. One of those two.
1: So is the Mountain West trying to protect Utah State as the number one seed? No. Is that what you're trying to say?
2: Nah, I think they're just trying to protect the whole COVID situation.
1: Uh, I, I am going to be so happy when this is
2: all yeah, behind us. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm ready for It's gotten so twisted and still and, and, and speaking of Messi, Eric, once you get to that open week, after the, the week after regular season play and, and just before Mount West Conference tournament, that open week, and there's games that you don't have to make up, but you probably will because it's based on seeding. Because we don't if if things get chaotic with the Boise State series and the Nevada series, meaning if they split, if one team loses to and the other team wins a split or whatever, and then you have like tiebreakers and everything like that, you gotta play those games. If there's made up games to be played to initialize and or finalize seating for the Mao West Conference tournament, you gotta play those games. So looking at the standings right now, there are no ties. Well,
1: it, it, I guess uh, Air Force in New Mexico may be kind of considered a tie just on based on number of games played. But um, I think that's going to get worked out by the time that the end of the season is probably here. But beyond that, it's pretty clear what the standings are right now. There are no ties. Yeah. And if we have to just go off of percentages, you're – your conference win loss record because it may not be the same it won't be the same they won't have played all the same number of games so do you look at percentage win percentage to determine the 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 standings if you do that there are no ties it's very clear 1 through 11 yeah uh i i just i don't understand why you would for gamesmanship not play a series.
2: Yeah. It doesn't. Make any it sense. It doesn't
1: benefit Wyoming or hurt Wyoming.
2: Now, like, if you don't want to. I shouldn't say this. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know it, what I'm missing. Yeah, What am I missing? I, I, I don't know. I'm with you. Fresno State's the other one that really gets me curious. If Utah State could play, which I've been told they, they were wanting and able and willing to play Fresno State, and Fresno State said no, that one gets me. A lot, actually.
1: Look, and AJ, I am not aware of any cases in the NBA or college basketball where there's been transmission during a game. Yeah. Weeks two of us. I have not heard of a single case. Yep. Believe me, there, if there were, we'd be hearing about it because there are some people that are so against all of this happening, they're eager to find that case and, and shove it in front of everybody's face. Yeah. I'm not aware of a single case. Now it doesn't mean that you just throw caution to the wind. You still have to follow certain protocols and be careful and safe. But I don't, I don't get it. Nine three one five. Mountain Mountain West is so crazy here with their kind of thinking. If someone on the football team gets COVID, then the basketball team can't play. <laughs> right, it's so bizarre.
2: Yeah.
1: And then uh, followed up with the question. Will this help Utah State having more time to prepare for Boise?
2: Uh, yeah, but you haven't played. You've played one game in three weeks. Yeah, right. Like my thoughts exactly. That's yes my no. huge concern. It's a yes and no. Yeah, sure. It gives you more time. Yeah, but one game in three weeks. And Your guys want to play. They need to play. And you got to turn around and play the number two team or number three team in your conference. And that game or that series could potentially decide who's the number one seed going into the Mountain West Conference tournament. Again, one game in three weeks. Like they, if the Aggies can find a way somehow, get a game in this week just to get their legs—they're probably jelly at this time—get their legs back into it to start practicing and get back into into game mode, if you will, uh, before heading. Because they only get—I mean, if they would have played this week, which would have been a Wednesday-Friday series, they would have had Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday's a travel day. Wednesday, you got a game. Thursday, you have off. Friday, you got a game next week. So now, if I mean, here's the other problem. If you do get a game, which I would hope they, they were able to for this week, you would have to prep for that opponent and then turn around and get ready for, again, you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday's your travel day, and then Wednesday, you're playing Boise State. 9315, uh, so is my West Commerce trying to make Boise State be the number one seed? No. Nope. Nope. Not to my knowledge, at least, unless <laughs> unless there's Tim Donahue crap going on over there, but I don't think there is. I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Um. Look, the Mountain West should be doing what it can to get these games to be played. Yeah. And while also keeping student-athletes and coaches safe. The Mountain West is also, as a secondary concern, should be hoping to get as many teams into the NCAA tournament as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's a great point, actually. I Think about that right now. So <laughs> you want your top teams to be playing to get the national exposure. Look, these, these games aren't happening in person so that means they're not happening on CBS Sports Network or
2: FS1. Yeah, you're losing money.
1: You you're losing money, you're losing national exposure, you're losing an opportunity to get your your top teams in the front of voters. The Mountain West wants these games to happen.
2: I don't know what to do, man. Like this is this is it's frustrating for everybody. It's frustrating for Coach Smith. It's frustrating for those players. It's frustrating for the SID and 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 who's trying to put things together and get notes set, and then all of a sudden games cancel, and you got to just, I mean, take a chainsaw to everything, reset, and get ready for Boise State. Or you might have a game this week, and you got to get ready for that one instead. But you don't know if you have a game for sure. It's just I mean, this is too much, man. And I'm with you. I'm 195 percent with you. Like we got to get we got to get out of this regular season. And just get to the tournament. Just get us to Las Vegas, and then we'll we'll go from there. Because I don't know. I don't know how much longer these these poor guys and this poor staff and team and uh, and poor Kyle Cotton. They can just deal with this. This is tough. <sighs> and you, but you know yes. what? I I will say this because I know this with without a hesitation. I know for a fact. I've been around the team. Been around those players and coaches. Those guys are doing their absolute 100% very best to make sure they follow all protocols in regards to COVID-19. They're not going full North Carolina to go party after they beat San Diego State. They don't go out there without masks, you know, into public places and, and, and venture themselves into places where they shouldn't be. I know this Utah State men's basketball team, and I do know this, again, without a doubt, they have done everything possible to follow all protocols of COVID-19. They have not been disobedient to that. And uh, it's a shame that they're, they're still getting punished for it. Darn it. All
1: right. Uh, taking the time out here on the Full Court Press, want to continue to hear your thoughts on the news of the day. Does this adversely affect Utah State basketball and uh, the way they can finish out the regular season? Or should we be looking at this as a potential blessing in disguise? Talking about gamesmanship, Boise State's trying to change their venue. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for their games this weekend next? And we'll also update you on the latest Bracketology. Uh, I I looked into it. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but many of them were updated last night or or earlier today. So we'll give you the most up-to-date on what some of the more respectable bracketologists are saying out there about the Mountain West conference and the Utah state Aggies. We'll talk about that coming up on the full court press.
0: The Aggies are number one here, the full court press connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at one Oh six, nine, thefancom
2: It's getting kind of salty in here, AJ. Hey, Eric, I can't hear myself, dude. I can't hear anything. I don't know that that's my problem. Oh, I turned everything down. Oh, oops. Like I said, I don't (laughs) think that's my problem. It's the operator, not the operation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eric, you know, it is getting salty in here uh, for various reasons. I'm just miffed because I want basketball back. Aggie listeners, Aggie fans want basketball back and it's just it's being taken away from our players and again like as frustrated as you are as i am and maybe al lewis is because he wants to be able to do some pre-games and post-games and and utah state you know the, the athletics department wants something to do and as frustrating as it is right now i feel for those players i feel for coach smith his staff the, the I mean everybody involved the, the the SID the equipment managers all of them involved I feel for them right now because as frustrated as you and I are about it they've got to be heartbroken man that's three games they've lost and they haven't played they've played one game in three weeks that's just not enough and now you got to get ready for Boise State with a lot of rust on your shoes
1: right uh, if they don't get a replacement game this week those first couple of minutes are going to be pretty. Re- Pretty
2: rough, especially if they're playing inside of a different venue. You know, if it if it works for Boise State, it works for the Mountain West Conference. Is that okay to say? <laughs> <laughs> or if it, yeah. Um, BJ Reigns of the Idaho Press uh, came out today and uh, put out a report that. Boise State is looking to relocate for their series against UNLV and for Game One versus Utah State. Again, it's their two games against UNLV and Game One against Utah State. Uh and this is the reason why: so they can have fans. They'd go to another county, not so wouldn't be be outside of Ada County. I would call Ada right, County? There's
1: Ada County. That's Boise State is in kay. Ada County. Nampa is in the metropolitan area of Boise, (laughs) but it's in a different county. Yeah,
2: was it Canyon County? Canyon County. Thank you. That's what it is. Thank you. Uh, And so they would get. It's about an eight thousand seat arena, right? It's like the Idaho Center, I believe, or Idaho College Center, or something like that. The
1: Ford Idaho Center.
2: The Ford Idaho Center. Now it seats about eight thousand there. And they're hoping for 1,800 or close to or similar of what Utah State gets. They have based, Eric, they have based their number on how many fans Utah State gets at the spectrum. That's not a joke, by the way. I know that for sure. I've. Yeah. (laughs) It's not about
1: capacity and a certain percentage based on capacity. It's, hey, what do those Aggies get? We got to get the
2: same thing. Yeah. Because they want something similar. Here's the problem. As we mentioned, it's games one and two against UNLV. Game one against Utah State. Game two would be back at Boise State in Extra Mile Arena because the IHSAA uh, girls basketball tournament is going on Thursday through Saturday. Now, rumor has it that they tried to move the girls basketball tournament to a different time or a different location. And they were like, uh, no. We've had this schedule. Already scheduled and we're planned. We're moving. We're staying right here. We're, we ain't making any adjustments for you. Um, and so then they were stuck. And they said, okay, if we can play game one inside of in, in Nampa and then play game two back in Boise State, hey, we're good. We get one of two games. Here is the big deal pickle. <laughs> Both schools have to approve that. UNLV and Utah State. And from who I've talked to, that is not happening. Neither UNLV or Utah State is going to oblige, and nor should they. Well, By the way, put your foot
1: down. In B.J. Rain's article, he says it's unclear if UNLV and Utah State would potentially have to sign off on the change.
2: I have talked to someone at Utah State, and they, they have every right to fight it. In fact, they are fighting it. That they will not play in two different arenas for one series just so they can have fans. And if you're the Mount West Conference, you I know this is really hard for the Mount West Conference to do. This is extremely difficult for the Mount West Conference to do. But I would suggest using something called common sense and say, wait a minute, hold on. We're not going to make Utah State go to Nampa, Idaho, and then turn around and then play inside a Boise State Extra Mile Arena for two different games just so you can have fans. You're going to swallow two pills of suck it up, okay? Go to your doctor, take two pills, suck it up, uh, and uh, we'll see you in the morning. Understand that just that's how COVID is this year. It's not fair. Life ain't fair. Sports ain't fair. That's how it's going this year. Because of health and protocols and because Utah State, from their athletics department, has done a phenomenal job, an incredible job, of making sure that fans follow and obey all protocol rules while coming to an athletic event. They've been able to have those fans and they've been following all state and local health department roles and protocols as they said they would. Boise can't, I, if if Boise State's not allowing that, if Boise, Idaho's not allowing that, you just got to swallow it and say, okay, well, we're just, we're going to have to play basketball without fans like we've been doing the whole entire season. What changes all of a sudden, Eric? Sorry, way off on a tangent. You can go on the rest of the article, though. Well-
1: no, you're right. I'm just
2: frustrated that Boise State wants to come out and be like, hey, we want fans at these games all of a sudden. Why didn't you come out with this? I don't know, at the start of the Mountain well, West Conference season.
1: Coach Leon Rice has been pushing for more fans.
2: Yeah. And look just
1: recently, the school announced that family members of players and staff members would be allowed for the final two home series against UNLV and Utah State. But apparently that's not enough. If it was such a big deal for them to get fans there, why haven't they been playing more games? Why hasn't this been talked about before? Yeah, why is this just just now? I can't fault them for trying to get fans to their games. There, look, no, I think mean, that's I, fine. I I'd that's agree. Great. I, it I, makes I a agree. big difference. Absolutely, absolutely. But why weren't you pushing for this a month ago? Thank you. Thank you. Unless, <laughs> yeah. unless. The rules in that county, that adjoining county, recently changed, and in Ada County, it hasn't. They haven't changed. So, if it's a recent development where your ability to have more people attend an event, I know that Idaho High School Activities Association and even the uh, the state of Idaho recently adjusted uh, uh, their. The, the number of people you can have in any particular gathering, which has allowed more people to attend athletic but, events yeah. for high schools. But that specific Ada County, where Boise State is, is still very restrictive.
2: But do you know why they've allowed that, Eric? It's because they've been so good about being following the strict rules. They have been granted a little bit more of freedom, a little bit, because they've been following the rules, but the governor wants to continue to make sure that that this is a complete and proper process that that the state and local health departments want to make sure that they are um, not just jumping into the water with both feet. They've been so good about following these rules, but then all of a sudden Boise State wants to just shred that whole entire process just so they can have fans at Boise State for three games. For three games. Makes no sense to me. It erases all the hard work that the, again, that the state and local health departments have put in in Idaho to make sure that everybody is safe, healthy, and uh, that they're watching out for each other. But Boise State wants to shred that for three basketball games. That just that's mind boggling. Well,
1: uh, like there, there's a venue that's nearby that's that's hosting events with fans. Yeah, there's high school tournaments that are taking place there this week and for the next couple of weeks as different districts and different classifications start to have their tournaments in Idaho for boys and girls basketball. And if you're in a place that is still going to be really restrictive, but there's a place just down the road that's a 20-minute drive, 15-minute drive from where you are, I can't fault them for saying, look, let's explore going there. And we can have family members and our boosters and season ticket holders will have a few of them there and allow them to watch this team. We have a special team this year. Let's celebrate it with our fans.
2: Yeah, amen.
1: But it's just what sticks out to me is why hasn't they why haven't they tried to do this sooner? If that opportunity was there
2: before, why now? Uh, eight nine six eight. It's been long known that what Boise State wants, Boise State gets. As far as common sense, it doesn't coexist in the Mount West Commissioner's Office unless Boise State wants it. This and – there is a definite agreement to that comment. Uh, you look at the football side of things and it's – but, uh, but in regards to basketball and, and following guidelines, protocols, and roles, which the Mount West Conference has been so set on since the beginning of the season itself, and then all of a sudden if you change this and you say, well, yeah, you can go play in one different arena for one game and play in a different arena for game two – that, that's what, absolutely fine. That would blow my doggone mind.
1: Well, what's different about you know, the Mexico and San Jose—they've had to play in different venues. Yeah, but well, that's a totally that's a,
2: different animal. It, it's
1: a it's a different thing because of how restrictive, even more restrictive it is in their places. Uh, you can't even practice. You can't even play. You can't have that many people in the venue. Just your the, your team and the opponent. You can't be that. You can That's too many people in a venue. Which still seems ridiculous to be, I mean, on my soapbox.
2: But i have uh, it sounds crazy. I just heard from a UNLV beat writer that the UNLV, the University of uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, I guess, what is that? UNLV, University of Nevada, Las th- Vegas? Thank you. Yeah, uh, right. Is also fighting to not have to play in a separate arena from Extra Mile Arena. You know. Second text says... Second text says, if, you, we've been, if, we've, if we've been playing with no fans at the beginning, then why all change it now for one school?
1: If, if the situation changes where your school is, then you should be able to adapt to those changes. But changing venues seems a little awkward. Again, I can't fault Boise State for trying to find a way to get fans I don't to watch fault their games. Them.
2: No, no, no. I, I, I'm with you, and I don't fault them. And I know they want to play in front of crowds, especially with such a big series next week against Utah State, where a lot of, honestly, a lot of mid-majors' eyes are going to be on this series. It will be, for a various amount of reasons, bracketology included. Um, but, again, to relocate the venue, 25 minutes, was that west or whatever, uh, just to play one game. Yeah, that's that's silly. That That's mind-boggling. You, it's stupid. You totally relocate there. And by the way... Or you don't. Exactly. You play two games there or you don't. And seeing that, they can't play the two games there because the I, the Idaho High School Athletic Association says we got tournaments, which they do, which they scheduled, by the way, one year before. There you go. Then you, yeah, you just suck it up. You play inside of Extra Mile Arena and you say, all right, we're good.
1: 9315 texts in, what Boise is trying now...
2: Tells you that they are worrisome about the games next week. We know how much they hate to lose. And that, honestly, that could be part of it too. Is there an advantage playing in front of fans? Yeah, you betcha. Is 1,800 fans going to make that? Let me ask you, Eric. Is 1,800 fans going to make that big of a difference in a a, a, a thing like this? Like, If it was a packed, what is that, 10,000, 11,000 people instead of Extra Mile Arena? Yeah, it's going to be a little bit more different. It's going to be a true road game. 1,800 fans though? But well, it, it, the spectrum is not the same when it's not no, full, unfortunately. No. But f-
1: having fans there, do it does it provide does some energy. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it provides something f- for the players to play off of. You know,
2: it's funny you said that. I was talking to Clark Kellogg after uh, the Saturday morning game against San Diego State, game two, and I, I I said, and he's just, you know, he told me, he goes, it's interesting because when you see the fans in the stands before the game, you think not gonna be much of a crowd. You know, there's not gonna be much noise, and he said. After the game, he's like, that crowd makes a difference. He goes, you can hear them. And it makes it seem like it's not just 1,600, but there's maybe like 2,500. And he says "That helps a lot. Um, he was impressed with the Spectrum crowd. I was as well. But, I mean, we're, if we're barking over 1,800 fans, come on. Let's just let's play at extra mile arena. Let's do this series. Let's get it over with, and let's move on. All right. Don't we've dealt with enough crap already. Don't
1: blame Utah State for having fans. Oh, if you're, and I'm getting tired of that. If your local too. health district's not allowing a certain number of people to be in one venue, that's not Utah State's fault. Utah State's not going around the local health guidelines just so they Whoa. can have fans in the stands. All right, we gotta call another timeout here in the Full Court Press. A lot more to discuss about what's going on in the Mountain West you want to chime in, 435-339-0321 right here on the Full Court Press.
0: Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France
1: and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Dude, I'm going to like, it just gets worse. Wyoming head coach Jeff Linder (laughs) held his press conference today. His Wyoming Cowboys were supposed to get on a plane to fly to Logan, but they did not. And in his press conference today, this is what he said about the series this week. The main thing throughout the course of this year was to make sure that we kept our guys safe, not just from COVID, but mentally as well. And, you know, we've done that. So for us, There's no need to put us in harm's way. That's my job is to make sure I don't put our players in harm's way. Close quote. How's he putting anybody in harm's way? It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Later he said, you know, based off of what's transpired, it's just not worth the risk. This is what blows me. Maybe that risk is minimal, but it's just not worth us jeopardizing, especially when we've had so few cases. And now you run the risk of when, where you lose maybe the rest of the season if something were to happen if you go to Utah State.
2: So it's unfortunate. I was looking forward to playing them. And for those who are thinking about that they were trying to dodge Utah State, he says, quote, you know, if they think that, they, that we're uh, dodging and not trying to play them, well, you can come look at my computer and you can look at all the clips and you can see how red my eyes were trying to figure out how we're going to score against them. It's just the reality of the world we live in right now, end quote. So based on those comments and Wyoming saying it's too risky to come play, even though that all the coaches and players for Utah State tested negative. Like if that's the case, don't go to Vegas. Don't go because it's too risky to be going to Vegas and playing. Because there's 11 teams there. Because there's not just one team. There's 11 freaking basketball teams there. Don't go to Vegas. Stay home. And as you said, shout out to Sean Harrison, who reported Aggies
1: tested on Sunday, again on Monday. No positives. Yeah. USU will be tested again on Thursday this week.
2: Just, I don't get
1: it, Man. The players are fine, but there's ah,
2: such an overreaction yeah no i I'm with you i'm with and it's just frustrating yeah this is this is just freaking bonkers, I'm so frustrated, but here we are um. No, got to make adjustments, and uh... <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I'm just We're trying just to get a I know here. because it's... it's just like it's just one thing after the other. I, and by the way, I still want a reason from Fresno for not playing. Because if there's eight, sc- in fact, I want to. Well, never mind. I'm just exhausted from this, and again, like I said. Like, I, I, don't feel sorry for Eric and myself. Feel sorry for those players who have been wanting to play basketball and they can't. But, I, mean, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's just how karma works. Like, you get the first 8, 9, 10, 12 games of your season or the conference to go great. You get them all in, you're not having no cancellations, and then boom. Just like that, you lose three games. And now they don't get to play for a full week until they get Boise State.
1: And I'll reiterate, certainly no one in Laramie is going to hear me say this, but I am not aware, I've not seen a single case of transmission during a game. Yeah. Does it get transmitted? Yes. Are there play- cases where it spreads within a basketball team? Yeah.
2: But I think most of the basketball players have had it. But I mean- I'm not, I've not heard of a case where it spreads in-game. Uh nine three one five anyway. USU could play Weber State this week. No, because USU or Weber State is playing Montana. I'm sure there was a there was an offer, or at least a question of if they were available.
1: Weber State has a games a series this week. Dixie State also, and Utah Valley. I looked; they all have games oh, this
2: week. See, that would have been nice to get one game in at least. Again, WCC has some open open teams that need games, and maybe you can get someone to come to Utah State. If they can get someone to come to the, the home, I think you brought this up in a previous conversation, that would be the best, I mean, because you've been on the road for so long, get one home game in before you go to Boise State would be best case scenario. All
1: right, we'll continue to try to break it down and see what scenarios might be out there for Utah State. Uh, can they find a makeup game to uh, at least give them something to play for this week? instead of having only one game played in a three-week span. We'll talk about that coming up next in the Full Court Press.
0: It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Eric France and Ajay Salvison, Utah State does not have their series this week against Wyoming, and it's It's not USU's fault. Coach Jeff Linder, in his press conference today for Wyoming, said uh, he was trying to keep his guys safe. Not just from COVID, but mentally as
2: well. What does that mean? Mentally? Like, Like, are you saying, I didn't want my team to go get beat by 35 by the Aggies, and I want them to stay mentally healthy? To keep them confidence up that they could play basketball. Like, what does that mean? Utah State has eight or
1: more scholarship players available to play this week.
2: And they have all the coaches available, too, by the way. All the coaches are available. Yeah.
1: They were tested over the weekend. They'll be tested again this week. And no
2: positive cases. (laughs) Just, Eric, I don't know what else to do. Uh,
1: 9315 texts in, uh, play BYU again. Don't they have some postponement?
2: They do. They, they have an do. open. They do. But you'd have to go there, which wouldn't be a big deal, be in Provo. But, yeah, but it won't happen. It won't happen.
1: Uh, yeah, I would I would think that another West Coast team would be more likely. St. Mary's, if you're available, we'd love to see you here. Santa Clara, Loyola Marymount. Uh, there's a long list of West Coast teams that have, have games postponed And they this need week.
2: games this week, and they want games, by the way. They want them.
1: They'll find one who's just sitting there because their opponent
3: couldn't play. Make it happen. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Now that Super Bowl 55 is over and the NFL season is wrapped up, it's time for the sports world to transition to something completely different. Instead of shows talking about the NFL season every day, get ready for them to shift over to the NFL offseason every day. That's right. If you don't like football, there's no break in sight. This happens to be one of the juiciest hot stove periods in a long time. There's never been a quarterback trade market like this one. We already had one with Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff. Will Carson Wentz or Sam Darnold be next? How about Deshaun Watson? Draft coverage also picking up in the coming days. Even more quarterbacks to talk about. The second Tom Brady took a knee and the Bucs won the title, the next season began for every team in the league. We move on fast these days. You know, opening kickoff is only seven months away. So like it or not, the football chatter is just starting. In fact, does it ever stop? I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.
0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Eric France and Ajay Salveson.
2: Not a good afternoon. We
1: are definitely scratching our heads today. This trying to figure moldy. out what is going on on two different fronts here. A lot of frustration in the Mountain West Conference. On the one hand, uh, Wyoming is uh, not coming to Logan. Announced uh, The Mountain West announced earlier this morning that the series between the Cowboys and the Aggies would be postponed. And if the series will be made up at a later date, we don't know. Uh, I guess Wyoming had their series against UNLV at the start of the year postponed, so they still need to make that up. Um, Utah or the Mountain West does have that open week of the uh, last of the end of the regular season. They have a full week before the conference tournament begins, so. They have time. The Mountain West was wise and created time for, for schools to make up lost games. But if you're now Wyoming, do you make up the two games against UNLV? Do you try to include the Aggies? And I think, A.J., it's pretty easy to think that Wyoming's going to try to reschedule a game that they think they can win,
2: which yeah, would be UNLV. Which is really frustrating for Coach Smith and his staff, right? Because it, everything's going to uh, – you know. Depend on seeding and where you're at, seeding wise, and you know if you can get a better first round matchup than you know before um, by winning a couple of games. Yeah, uh, this is this is so frustrating in so many duck on ways. I'm, I'm 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 almost exhausted from it to be honest with you. But it, I mean, for Wyoming to say, in fact, there's a text eight nine six eight text in. There's a lot of things that don't make sense this year, but I've never known a Cowboy checking out or run from a fight. Me neither. Usually I was terrified of Cowboys in high school. I was in fact really terrified of them. But I've never known a coach to say he wants to put at risk mentally his basketball players. And so when I think about that, I agree with 5763. It means they don't want to lose six straight games, which they would have to Utah State and I think one of those would have been my 25. Honestly, I do. Um, and I think kind had an incredibly big game. So, uh, I think there's that mental portion of it that they just don't want to get beat that badly. They don't wanna get their butts handed to them and then have to go home with, with, with uh, with that on their mind. Um, I just, it, it's, it's, uh, to say it's risk when there's, when the players have tested negative twice, no, te- no positives at all within the players or the coaches They should be playing a basketball game tomorrow night. And the Mountain West Conference let them off the hook. And it's a shame. So what's the rules now? You're extending the rope. So tell us what the rules are, Mountain West Conference. You come out, man up, and tell us what it is. Because I'm really confused. Really, really confused. Uh, By the way, if you want to text in 435-339-0321. Coach uh, Jeff
1: Linder in a press conference earlier today, admitting, "Look, uh, we didn't want to go there. We didn't feel we we didn't feel safe. <sighs> For us, there's no need to put us in harm's way. That's my job. So make sure I don't put our players in harm's way. Again, let's reiterate: No Utah State players have tested positive. Zero. No Utah State." coaches have
2: tested positive zero but we still don't get to play basketball
1: case if it's about case counts in Logan and Cache Valley in general they're on a dramatic
2: decline yeah and it, and it can't be about that it can't be because then you can't base it on me oh well their town has a lot of COVID no you're simply traveling here to stay in a hotel and then go play a basketball game go back to your hotel if you follow protocols and you have common sense You'll get your sorry end back to that hotel. You'll stay inside your room. The coaches will deliver or the managers will deliver food to your room. You'll eat it there, and you're in a separate room from everybody else. And then you'll go back out for a shoe around and a basketball game. Then you get on a bus and you go home. There is absolutely no way or no reason that should be one of it, if it is. And if it is, you know what? These should be forfeits. These should be forfeits and count as win for Utah State.
1: If these games don't get made up, do they
2: retroactively get changed? Well, that's kind of funny you ask because guess what? New Mexico's playing Colorado State tonight. So I think San Diego State has a little bit of uh, of anger about that. That New Mexico's like, oh, yeah, hey, we're going to go play tonight. Wait a minute. Why couldn't you play last week against us? Either you got to make up those games, so they're going to count as a forfeit. You're, you're not going to win. Either you'll get your butts kicked. Or you just forfeit?
1: Uh, I had some interesting responses on Twitter after we shared some of Jeff Linder's quotes that were reported on 7220sports.com. Sam Briner, so confused why they aren't playing then. Is it because of fans in the stands? Jacob Nielsen, where is the line drawn between being safe and being irrationally fearful? Yeah. There's uncertainty in all things. These games should be played. Amen. Brian Floyd, to be fair, having previously been an assistant at Weber State for two years and Boise State for six, Jeff Linder knows full well the detrimental effect that playing in the spectrum
2: can have on a visiting team's <laughs> mental health. <laughs> Oh that's good uh nine three one five maybe they're going to get a hangnail by coming over to Logan. The Mount West needs to put out the fire over this. I absolutely agree, and there's a and it's a fire that's growing because i I need legit good reasons why you won't come play when they have the availability and they have the qualification to play. Uh, 9310. How much power does the Mountain West have in choosing which teams make up what games? It's actually based on the teams, not the Mountain West conference, I believe, from what I've been told. The Mountain well, West the, the teams will choose what games they want to make up. Yeah. And then communicate it with the Mountain West conference. Is what is what I've been told.
1: USUfans.com replies on texts uh, excuse me on tweets. If he was actually looking forward to playing the games, then he'd play the games. There's been a certain level of risk this entire season, and playing USU with no positive cases doesn't increase that risk.
2: There you go. That's a great point. That's a great, great point. 9474, I think what the Mountain West is doing with this example goes back to what Coach Harson was, as you said, complaining, quote-unquote, about. Mountain West has zero leadership. The commissioner doesn't have a firm stance on anything, and it's a complete joke. Yes, yes, and yes. Um... Yeah, I would. And again, this, this I almost want to like just email Craig Thompson and be like, Sir, you need to respond to this email. I don't even care if it's three words, but it better be three words that explain what in the world happened here and how you're allowing this to happen. How we continually, as you said, I like how you phrased it, moving the goalpost to make sure the field goal is good, the ball goes through. Well, what are the criteria? I, I, uh, yeah. I thought
1: it was eight scholarship players. I don't know what the number is for coaching, but coaching they already, staff.
2: But, but none of them tested positive. They're but all the, the good. players have,
1: have, they were tested over the weekend. They are going to be tested again this week. There, there were no positive tests among the players at Fresno State. And most of your, majority of your entire coaching staff and support staff were just fine. So wh- what is it, Mountain West? If a ball boy tests positive and he touched a ball once, are we going to shut the whole thing down? People got to stop freaking out over this. Yeah, Look, I'm not trying to minimize the legitimate fear and concern some people have about coronavirus. We've had a very close friend of ours who was in the ICU for a long time, and he was fighting for his life. I know somebody else who this past summer died from coronavirus. I know it's a very real thing. But I also know that, especially among people in that age group, the risk of transmission is very, very low. And to my knowledge, there has not been one reported case of transmission as a result of something that happened in the middle of a basketball game. When you're playing against other people in a basketball game who've tested negative, and you've tested negative, I can't imagine what the risk of catching the the virus even is yeah. at that point.
2: Yeah. Uh 9315 how would this go in a non-covid year? It wouldn't because everyone would have to play everybody cuz you wouldn't have any excuse. There would
1: excuse. be no excuse. Mountain West would say in you have play.
2: I think the only reason you can cancel a game is if you're on it. I I think I mean if there's a passing on the staff or the team you could cancel the game or postpone it I should say. But other than that, you are playing basketball.
1: When Utah State had their incident, um, I can't even think of his name. He had his heart stop during a practice. Oh he had yeah, the defibrillator, and they were able to. It was a really scary. Oh moment. yeah, I remember that. Eventually, he had like a device implanted into his chest. Um, the the league, you know, they weren't in the Mountain West at that time. They were in the WAC. But they gave the Aggies a bit of a break there because that was a very traumatic experience. It played out in front of all the players. But really, that's that's about the extent of any kind of a pass you get in a normal year. It has to be really extenuating circumstances. It can't be, hey, there might have been somebody on the support staff who tested positive. Everybody else is fine, but we're going to freak out here and overreact. It's frustrating that the Mountain West is becoming... No, they're just—they're not being very strict on this.
2: No, but and not only that, but like you said, they're moving the fill go post. Like they're continually adjusting it for teams. I don't get it, man. Is it because they've been—they they feel so sympathetic,
1: you know, towards New Mexico and San Jose? They're like, look, we've we've been dealing with this with the Lobos and the Spartans all year long. If you address any kind of concern, we're just we're beat down, we're
2: tired. Okay, <laughs> don't play, don't play. Like, uh, cause you know what? Cause I remember. When Craig Smith was tested positive for the week of the BYU game. And he couldn't coach. And did you see Craig Smith calling like BYU and the NCAA? Hey, I'm out with COVID, so I'd rather not have my team play. No. He put his big boy pants on. He got his team ready to play basketball. Uh, he he did the re- responsible thing. Yep. And he got his staff. He, he trusted his staff. Eric Pierce Austin Anson Raglan, that crew, and his team – that they'd go out there and compete their butts off and that they'd be able to get, the, you know, they go there and, and play a great game. And they did, lost to a very good BYU basketball team. He didn't run away from the challenge, even though he wasn't able to be a part of it. Hello, Wyoming. Take that. I want you to take a big picture of Craig Smith, 30 by 50, and frame it on your wall and say, no guts, no glory. Uh, just, and, or, I mean, just... Frame it on your wall, because every day you want to chicken out in life, you look at that Craig Smith photo and say, you know what? Craig Smith can do it. I can do it, too. WWCSD. What would Craig Smith do? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm so, I'm so fed up with this. Like Fresno State doesn't want to play, even though the Aggies could have played. They wanted to play. And I want to make this very, very, very clear to everybody listening on this station right now. The Aggies... Wanted to play Saturday night in Fresno State. They were had enough scholarship players to play. They were willing, able, and wanted to play. Fresno State backed out. Holy cow! When is enough going to be enough? Like let's, let's 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 be adults here. Let's grow up a little bit. I know it's hard. Five three three eight basketball does not use field goal posts. They use a backboard and a metal hoop. Well. No crap, genius. They still call them field goals. Met- metaphorically, help. Come on. I don't have the energy for this today. You do shoot field goals. Hey. Yeah. See?
1: <laughs> they keep moving the hoop.
2: Is sorry, that, that was a mean response. 53 <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm exhausted here. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. Uh, uh... 9474. Is this a Wyoming <laughs> thing or a Mountain West thing? Obviously, the conference is allowing it. It's a. It, it's a Wyoming thing. Yeah, I would agree. But I think the Mount West it's, has a, something to do with it, too, if I'm yeah. going to be honest. Mount
1: West could say, look, you, they have enough coaches available. They have enough players available. Play the game. Uh,
2: 2787, I think that code has now become an excuse not to have to do things that don't want to be done. It is becoming a joke. People just need to use common sense. It is not rocket science. Amen. Oh, uh, holy cow. That is More true than you know. If a cat can figure it out, so can us humans. It's not
1: just relating to basketball.
2: 9315. What did they say in the Fresno State press conference about not playing? They didn't. Uh, They didn't have a Fresno State press Yeah, they didn't. Well, yeah, and they didn't have a press release either. Did they? I don't know.
1: They may have had a press conference today. Fresno State? Fresno State for their games this week.
2: I should have looked. I don't even want to look at Fresno State right now. I'm going to throw up if I do, though. I'm not going to puke on this computer. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the fact that we were available, available, willing, and able to play tells you we should have doggone played. By the way, I'm sorry, fifty-three thirty-eight for yelling at you. That was mean. I'm just frustrated because I want to... I just want basketball. I just want it back. And I've said it time and time again already today. I'm not the only one. Those poor players... The staff, coaches, managers, SID, they're dealing with it, too, and they're dealing with a bigger issue than we are, not being able to talk about it. They don't get to play it. They don't get to be a part of it, and that's what they want, and uh, I feel bad for them, and this is just a freaking mess. In fact, you know what? I mean, like Utah State was so cautious about it that Kyle Cotton, their SID, didn't even travel to the games. He didn't even travel, man. He would stay home. Because they want to be you know just in case he if he got it the whole team would have to be canceled out so they would keep Kyle home I mean they were as cautious as they possibly could be uh six eight nine one nope what we need is college football already I you know what let's do it let's play in the spring yeah, big sky uh, yeah they are playing in the spring let's do it let's go spring I'm all in I'm uh, all in I'm tired of it Eric Like, dude, this is—they got one game in three weeks, and now we got to go play Boise State next week. That's that's what we're at.
1: Well, and then the other thing that's—we've had a high frustration level today
2: (laughs) because the other thing that's frustrating (laughs) is Boise State. Oh, speaking of moving, moving field goal post. No, or hoops,
1: hoops. basketball hoops where you shoot field goals. Stop it! Stop it! Um, They want to move their venue. They literally want to move the hoop to a different venue. They want to go to the, uh, what's it called? The Ford Event Center? Ford Idaho Center, excuse me. It's in a different county. It's not that far from Boise. It's in Nampa. But they literally want to move to a different venue because the restrictions in that county aren't as strict as they are in Ada County. So if Boise State can play some games at the Ford Idaho Center, there's a possibility that they could allow fans to watch them play. And I don't have a problem with Boise State trying to find a way to get fans to their games. But here's the problem. There are other events scheduled in that arena this week. And UNLV is supposed to come play Boise State this week. And so if they were to do this, they'd have one game at the Ford Idaho Center and another game at the...
2: Extra Mile Arena. What are they
1: calling it now? The Extra Mile Arena? Taco yep. Bell? Whatever. So, look, and then they want to have the, the two-game series against the Aggies in Nampa as well. Uh, B.J. Reigns was the first to report on this. He said it's unclear if UNLV and Utah State would potentially have to sign off on the change, but AJ, through your reporting and then your connections, uh, and uh, it sounds like both UNLV and Utah
2: State, yeah, they are, not having are it. against this idea, and, they're fighting and they it. do have a say. Yes, correct. And, and both teams are very much, and I emphasize very much, against playing at a different site for both. If you want to have it at one site, I think it's what you said earlier, right, Eric? If you want to have it at one site, one location for both games, great. That's fine. All right, if that's what you want to do, that's okay. But to say, hey, we're going to play in Napa one day, and then we're going to play in a different arena the next time, no, and we're not. We're not playing that freaking little kitty game of yours. Play one arena, two games, get it over. And if and if Boise, and if if you can't make it work in Nampa, we're going back to Boise State, playing extra mile arena, no fans. That's just the way it is this year. Sorry that we can make it work and you couldn't, but that's just how it's going to be. And, and again, I've talked to the people, and both Utah State and UNLV are not agreed or agreeing to this situation. They do have a say, by the way. Uh,
1: they're hoping to get anywhere from 1,600 to 1,800 fans to attend each game. Uh, they've they've hosted as many as 7,500 people there at different times. Boise State played a game against Idaho in that venue in 2011 in front of 7,540 fans. Uh, there was an NIT game back in 2004. They had over 10,000 to attend. You know the reason why they played it there instead of Taco Bell Arena at the time? Because there was a Metallica concert previously scheduled.
2: See, now that makes sense because Metallica is a big deal. I would rather go watch Metallica than watch a basketball game. (laughs) I'm being dead serious
1: too. Uh, Boise State has also lost three of their last four
2: games, we should mention. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And they they need a split against Utah State. A sweep knocks him out entirely out of the Mountain West Conference championship pitcher.
1: Okay, so this transitions us into our bracketology discussion. Oh, I can't wait to have this. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up after the break. What are some of the notable people that try to project the field? I mean, there are a lot of people who have their own brackets. You go to BracketMatrix.com and there's dozens. But I just zeroed in on those that I th- I felt like were a little more reputable. And so we'll see what they're saying about the Mountain West, about the schools, Utah State specifically. What kind of, do the Aggies, are they in? The last several weeks they've been out as one of those group of last four in, or I mean last four out that with work left to do. This week, different story for all teams involved. We'll update you on that coming up next. We'll also get into our stat that blew our mind, our player of the week, and the Utah Jazz taking on the Boston oh, Celtics tonight. Oh yeah, they tonight. played tonight, huh? Who's available and who's not for both teams. We'll talk about it coming up on the Full Court Press.
0: Doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: Eric Frantz and Andrzej Salveson, love to hear from you as well. 435... Three three nine zero three two one and five three three eight. Jumping in early on the stat that blew his mind: University of Wyoming men's basketball team forfeits two consecutive games to Utah State.
2: <laughs> it's true, you know. And by the way, those count; those, those should count as forfeits if if they don't want to come play. And because guess what? They're not. They're not going to make those games up with us. They're not. I think after reading your uh, reading your retweets uh, and your tweets about it of his quote, they're not coming to Utah State. They have no intention to do so. So, Mr. Wyoming Cowboy, men's basketball team, congratulations, you just added two losses to your resume. I mean, you weren't going to go anywhere we in the Mount West Conference tournament, which, by the way, John Newbold texted us and, and said, hey, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that, you know, that we might have a Mount West Conference tournament because of the possibility of having positives, which teams will probably back out of. And I, I mean, I don't think New, I don't know if New Mexico is going to come. I think they're just physically, and mentally, emotionally exhausted. Same thing with San Jose State. I think Wyoming's just scared to death about getting their butts kicked in the first and second round. So I don't know if they're even going to come. Uh, Fresno State's playing for seeding, but they're going to get beat in the first round anyways. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I at first I was like, no, eleven, all eleven teams should be able to have the right to go. Now as the more we go on here, I'm thinking we just take six to eight teams. The uh, top two teams get a buy. Everyone else duke it out and let's go. You just take the teams who haven't been complaining all year? Yep. <laughs> yep. And you just go play. Everyone but, else is in timeout. But, but if that's the Coat case, your quarter. Then Boise State would not be allowed to be in there either. Go to your room. Um, <laughs> go to your room. Um, but at the same time, Eric, they need to have the Mount West Conference tournament. Why? Because bracketology says there's three to four teams getting in from the Mount West Conference.
1: That's true. And they, uh, these teams need to continue to play well. Uh, because they're, that's been a really fun thing to watch. These uh, top teams in the Mountain West continue to play very well and play good basketball. Boise State has been slipping lately. They've lost three of their last four. They were in every bracket you could find up until this week. Now they've slipped out of a couple of them. Uh, Boise State is not in Jerry Palm's bracket on CBS. Boise State is not in Andy Katz. Uh, bracket that he puts together on NCAA.com. Um, but that being said, there are quite a few that have all four of those top four in. And there's been times where it's just Fox Sports who's done that, but now others are starting to get in on that as well. Stadium, uh, USA Today uh, all have uh, those four teams in besides Fox Sports. Um, Utah State is ranked as is uh, considered as high as uh, nine by stadium because now Utah State in the number one position in the standings is is considered the de facto automatic qualifier and if you're the automatic qualifier from Mountain West with these other good teams you should get a little bit higher seed
2: sure yeah absolutely uh you know it's just it's crazy like I mean, SB Nation has four teams from our West Conference getting in. ESPN has three. CBS has three. USA Today Sports has four. Utah State, uh, see, Utah State is ranked or seeded twelfth from SB Nation, ESPN, CBS, and eleventh from USA Today. Uh, Boise State's in three of those four brackets as well. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy. And, and by the way, they have a, I mean, I mean, generally seeded as a 12 seed with some favorable matchups. Purdue being one of them, or Wisconsin, or UCLA. UCLA would scare the crap out of me. I would love to just avoid UCLA. But Purdue was, I think Purdue would be a great matchup for us, to be honest with. I think Alfonso would thrive in that game. Jay Billis put together
1: his top 68 teams. Utah State is on that list. They are in the, 30, in the, in the top 68. Colorado State he has the Rams at 36 on the list, San Diego State at 37, Boise State at 54 and Utah State at 56. It's becoming more widely accepted that those top 4 teams in the Mountain West are playing good basketball and mm-hmm. they deserve
2: a chance to keep playing. Yeah, amen. Absolutely. Uh and I now again there's still 2 to 3 weeks of basketball left depending on what happens in that open week, but I think there's, like you said, there is a strong possibility you could see four teams into the NCAA tournament fielding 68, which would be very, very impressive for the Mountain West Conference.
1: Um, Yeah, it's Colorado State and Boise State are the teams that are kind of fluctuating on whether they're in or whether they're out. Uh, Still a lot of love towards the Aztecs. Look, the the Aztecs, they're on a tear right now. Aggie fans should be so happy that they played San Diego State when they did. When they did, yeah. They have defeated their last
2: four opponents by an average of 31.5 points Yeah, they're making it look easy. And and the other thing is, too, is, I mean, on on the flip side of that, Nevada's getting better and better as we go down the stretch, and that'll be a tough series for that Friday-Sunday series to end the regular season.
1: Right. They're going to be a top 100 team before. Oh, heaven's State gracious. Faces.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would totally agree with you. Yep. Um, so it's interesting to see
1: how this changes. Uh, it, it it changes every day um, with the net rankings. But the uh, a lot of these brackets were updated today after the big Monday games. And uh, when I checked on Monday, Utah State was out of most of these brackets. And today they're in. <laughs> a lot of these notable ones. Um, Now, again, it's all fun and speculation at this point. Nothing matters until the the conference tournaments are done and the official committee makes their selections. But what this does is it helps build the resume and get more attention and in the front uh, showing up on these lists. And it illustrates the type of season that these teams are having. Utah State still has work to do in my mind. The Aggie fans shouldn't feel like, all right, we're in a good enough place.
2: I felt. Wait a minute. I, I think thought Utah you were State on the still, wagon. No, I'm on.
1: the other yesterday, and I stand by it today. Utah State still has work to do. Hmm. And I think they have to beat Boise State at least once. Hmm. And be at least in the semifinal of the conference tournament.
2: Wow. So I and I swear that wasn't the case. Like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, I thought you said that if they get into the quarterfinal after sweeping Boise State, they're in. I don't remember saying that they would sweep Boise. If they do sweep Boise, then they probably don't need to
1: make it to the semifinal. But if they only get one, they have to make it to the semifinal. If they don't
2: beat Boise State in either game, they have to make it to the championship.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I I think... (laughs) And I don't know what's going to happen next week, I don't know what's going to happen against Nevada. I want wins. I'd love to see four wins going into that Mount West Conference tournament, a little bit of momentum. Because if you get those four wins, I think you're right. I think they're in no matter what. I do. I think they're absolutely positively in. 9474, did you guys watch the BYU-Gonzaga game last night? That's a game that should help USU in the eyes of the bracket Brachiologist. Uh BYU pushes Gonzaga like that, and we all know USU should never lost a game against BYU. First part or the second part is definitely right. Should have never lost them. But you're right. I think BYU gave them a run for their money. Like I'm not a Cougar guy. I'm not. You know, I get nicknamed Cosmo from some people because they think I like two seven seven six. Hello, how do you do? But um, I I think BYU is a good basketball team and it's making Utah State look really good. I think nine four seven four is spot on with that.
1: Mitch ten line, full court press. Alum, friend of the program. Uh, <laughs> fixed the the tweet sent out earlier today from Wyoming Cowboy basketball team. Oh, yes, please. Fixed it for you. Cowboys basketball contests at Utah State postponed is under, like, crossed out, and then instead it says canceled by Wyoming despite zero positive cases on either team.
2: <laughs> that's good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that's that's the crappy part is it's true, Eric. Like, where can the Mellows covers come out and say that? <laughs> due to no cases of positive tests from either side we are postponing this series because Wyoming is in fear of contact tracing which can't happen just say that just say that and if you know if, if Wyoming doesn't like it if it hurts their feelings well then get your butts over here and play us then let's settle this like how, men how is it that we can't
1: all be on the same page and
2: what what level of contact hey, tracing we need to be well, hold concerned on, about? Hold on, that you know what, and that goes back to nine four or is it two seven eight seven that told us, uh, or is it nine four seven four that it's because oh yeah, it was nine four seven four because of zero leadership from the Mountain West Conference. I'm going back to that answer. <laughs> no leadership.
1: Ah, <sighs> so frustrating.
2: Man, I'd rather go play. In the Big East for football, which doesn't even exist, and then be part of the <laughs> Mount West Conference at this point. Ted, serious. It's just frustrating, and you know what, Eric, we've talked about it already, but we just have no clear sight of what's going to happen in that open week. We don't know what games are going to be made up, what games won't be, how it's going to affect seating now. Like it just—that's what really frustrates me the most right now. And now, and now you're on a three-week rest with one game in that three-week span with Boise State up next, who gets to play UNLV. Gosh, that's frustrating. Uh, It is frustrating.
1: Um, The only positive thing here, though, is that Utah State is moving up in the net rankings. (laughs) They're moving up in the consideration for those who put these brackets together. And um, Utah State is getting votes in the coaches' poll. So there are people that are recognizing the good things happening with Utah State basketball. If they don't get a game this week, at least one, it could adversely affect them because they lose that opportunity to get in front of people. And one game in three weeks, people are going to start forgetting about you. Utah State needs a game, not only for exposure, but just to keep the players playing. Otherwise, they're going to be way too rusty next week when they go to Boise. Or Nampa, wherever the game might be next week. We just still don't Pocatello. know. Pocatello. All right, uh, let's we'll, we'll shift gears. We're going to talk about the stat that blew our minds. We'll talk about our player of the week and the Utah Jazz. They're in action tonight. They're going to lose, too. Taking on the Boston Celtics.
2: Get ready to hit that fire alarm that I have
1: there Who on that Who is uh, and bar. isn't available for the game tonight uh, for both teams, because they're both teams, uh, they have injuries on both squads. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Full Court Press.
0: Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Utah Jazz take on the Boston Celtics tonight. You'll hear it right here on 106.9, The Fan. Pre-game at 7.50, tip-off at 8 o'clock. It's also going to be on TNT. Jazz are on a roll. Winners of 15 out of their last 16 games. Best team in the NBA going up against the Boston Celtics. Also a good team in the Eastern Conference.
2: We're losing this game. Why do you think that? Like, Jason Tatum... Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is questionable tonight. Ah, oh, he'll play. Like, I mean, this stretch, like, this is a very tough stretch. and We've talked about it before, but and Boston's very talented. Like, when they can get it together and play well, and Jason's on his game, which more often than not he is. It's a tough team to. It's a tough team to keep up with. Um, you're gonna need your very best from your perimeter guys. For I mean, both starters and bench. And, uh, and Kemba Walker is a problem. is a huge problem for the Utah Jazz.
1: I, like, I still like Utah in this one. Uh, I think these are two really good teams. Uh, and I mean that as teams. Yeah, yeah. They play good team basketball. I think they have individual stars, but they also play good team basketball. Sure. But uh, I, just, I, I really like the depth of Utah. The question for me really is another game without Mike Connolly, who is the number one guy in the NBA in – plus-minus when he's on the court. He's out of the mix. Jazz are able to gut it out against Indiana on a short rest, short-staffed. Donovan Mitchell played great. Got good contributions from Joe Ingles in initiating the offense. Rudy Gobert's playing awesome. Um, it, for me, it's uh, the, the starters are kind of a push. It's the bench that I think is a separation, and I think that's where I give the Jazz the edge. Just with Derek Favors, how he anchors defensively. Jordan Clarkson comes out as a flamethrower when he's on the court. Um, I still like the jazz in this one, even though they're missing Mike Conley.
2: You know, you bring up a good uh, a good thought with the bench. Uh, yeah, I would definitely give the nod led by Jordan Clarkson of the bench over the Celtics. But again, if you play those starters heavy minutes of the Celtics, I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown which both go if they play. If Jalen Brown does play, uh, and Kemba Walker especially just frightens me to no end.
1: Jazz are favored by
2: 6 going into this one. All right.
1: And how weird is the NBA? The Detroit Pistons currently lead the Brooklyn Nets by 18 points in the second quarter. 49 what? to 31.
2: Good night. I mean, everybody has an off night, right? But you wouldn't have an off night to the Pistons. <laughs> Talk well, about not showing up. Look, they're a scrappy,
1: tough team. They played the Jazz pretty tough.
2: And did they play the Jazz tough, or the Jazz just let off the gas too much? Well, there's a little bit of that. But uh,
1: again, that game is at eight o'clock tonight on TNT. If you want to watch then, it, we'll have the first okay. Play- so give with me okay. Here.
2: So give me that tough stretch for the Jazz, please. Do you have that scheduled by chance? Yep. Uh, I, I'm kind of interested. What? And then I want to hear your prediction of the record after that stretch. Like what they're what they finish in that stretch.
1: Okay, and I believe the stretch started on Sunday yes. at Indiana. Yes,
2: I'm with you. Absolutely, absolutely. So
1: they got that one. They have Boston tonight. That's two. Milwaukee on Friday. Three games. Miami on Saturday. Look, they were in the Eastern. They were in the NBA Finals last year, but they're not playing as good. Yeah, they're kind of struggling so far this year. So that may be a little bit of a break in there. Philadelphia. Then they. Those old games are at home. They go to the Clippers for two games, come home to face Charlotte,
2: host the Lakers, then head out onto the road again. Okay, so let's stop at the Lakers. That was 10 games, I believe, Eric. That includes Charlotte, by the way, because you're coming home and then you're going back to L.A. If you
1: include Indiana and you go to the the Lakers, that's
2: nine games. Okay, so let's count the Indiana games. So are 1-0 there. So eight games left in that stretch. You would say the record's going to be what after this, after the LA Lakers game?
1: In that nine-game span, um, I think the Jazz go six and three. Wow!
2: Their losses to who?
1: The I think they split with the Clippers. Um, and then uh, their other two losses. It's either Philadelphia, the Lakers or Milwaukee I'm going to go
2: I'm going to go 5 and 4 Wow I think they lose to the Clippers they lose to Milwaukee they lose to the Lakers and they lose Boston Shoot I'm going to I'm going to say Boston because I think Donovan well no I'm going to say Philadelphia because I feel like Embiid owns Bear And he owns, and he's going to rip apart Derek Favors. If he has him on the court, he's going to shred him. So I think they beat Boston, and I. I'll switch that. Yeah, they beat Boston, but they're going to lose to the Sixers. So five and four.
1: Hmm. Uh, it, it might determine, it may be determined by how long Mike Connolly's out.
2: Yeah. How quickly he comes back. How lo- yeah. And by the way, so, so I know Tony Jones uh, tweeted this out yesterday. It's not as severe as the hamstring from last year when he had missed 14 games. But didn't he miss, like, six games earlier or something like that with, like, another hamstring tightness or something? So he could be out for, and I know there's, like, a separation in between dates of these games, but, I mean, I'm hoping to have him back by at least the Clippers game, game one of that split. That's my hope. That would be 10 days out. Okay, that's got to be enough. And how many games is that, by the way, by then? Four? So if you
1: include Indiana, uh-huh. you miss the Indiana, yes, Indiana yes, game. Yes, absolutely. That's I do. one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six.
2: Okay, yeah, that should be plenty. Ten days, six, six games. six games in ten days. Yeah, okay, that should be plenty. He should be back by then. Let's hope so. Huge difference maker. For oh, he's team. been great. He's been awesome. He's been awesome.
1: All right, coming up next, we'll get into Stat That Blew Our Minds and our player of the Week. I like 5338. I'm still in that one. <laughs> we had another text submission for uh a stat that blew our minds. Yes. Came in before the show. We'll get to that. It's coming up next here on the
0: Full Court Press. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind.
1: All right, Ajay, the stat that blew our minds. And since you won pick six, and since you get pretty particular about whenever I start to share my stat or player... You think that I'm stealing from you. So Which you are. You I'm gonna tell let
2: me you when go first. you tell me that no, hold on. You tell me with a straight face, you look at me straight in the eyeballs, and tell me that you've never stolen a stat from me.
1: I've never intentionally stolen a stat from you. We may have accidentally Oh accidentally chosen the
2: same one on the
1: same day. But I've never intentionally stolen anything from you.
2: Alright, my stat that blew my mind and both by the way, my player of the week is also me Super Bowl. Uh, the Bucks are the first team with four 30-point games in a the postseason. They're the first team to beat three Super Bowl MVP quarterbacks in a season: Mahomes, Rodgers, and Brees. And Tom Brady's the first player in NFL history with 50 passing touchdowns in a season, including playoffs, for a Super Bowl champion. That's incredible. That team just went on a tear. Remember, that was after the bye week too. I mean, they were struggling going into that bye week. I just turned a switch. Something hit, and then all of a sudden they went 7-0. And went to the playoffs and dominated. It's true,
1: incredible. Came one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL, diff- really tough to stop, and a really good defense too. It's hard to argue against it. Uh, for me, the stat that blew my mind: Draymond Green. Now he, he's being mocked and made fun of for his uh, crazy end of regulation shot attempt with, like, still lots of time on the clock, and chucked it full court. Uh, He still had an incredible game the other day that really stands out for a lot of reasons. Uh, He had two points, which, okay. But here's the other things that really stand out. Six rebounds, 15 assists, six steals, four blocks. He's 0 for 2 in field goal attempts. He is the first player with at least 15 assists, five plus rebounds, five plus steals, play a game without a field goal in the last 30 years. That's wow! Nuts. That's nuts. That's good. I mean, to impact the game the way that he did, but not have a field goal.
2: That's a good stat, Eric. That's crazy. Well done. Hey, my player of the game is actually the defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Too much credit's being given to the offense. Rightfully so. But what that defense did to Mahomes and putting him in the position that they put him in. I saw a stat, actually, speaking of a stat that blew your mind. um, I saw a stat from ESPN, this is courtesy of ESPN Stats and Info, that Patrick Mahomes, being pressured, he dropped back to pass 56 times and faced a blitz on just six of those dropbacks, which is by 11%. On 29 of those pressures he faced Sunday, 27 came against a pass rush of four or fewer defenders. That's the second most pressures against four or fewer rushers over the last 10 years. That defense was incredible, and they just mixed everything up. Delayed, disguise, stun blitzes. I mean, they threw everything in the kitchen sink at Mahomes, and he just couldn't handle it.
1: it that defense was good, but that offensive line was also really bad. If you're going to only run rush four guys no. and consistently get out okay, your quarterback with only four guys, true. that's an embarrassment for your own offensive line. You're absolutely
2: right. But I think more, crew need, but they're still professional football players. Right. They, they're still they getting paid. They
1: had a lot of pressures on him early, me- and then they realized, we only need to send four guys. Let's drop everybody else back. Yeah. Uh, my player, this is somebody the Jazz will have to contend with this week, Chris Middleton. Oh, why? This is a guy who's averaging 20.8 points, 6.1 rebounds, and 6 assists. Mm-hmm. He's also shooting 52% from the field, 44.8% from three, which is crazy and 93.8% from f- the free throw line. All Those last three, those are all career highs. He is currently on pace to average 26 and 6. That's 20 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, on 50% shooting field goal, 40% three-point, and 90% free throw uh, percentage. And that would be the first since Larry Bird.
2: Everybody's talking about Giannis and the great player he is. Chris Milton's quietly out there, just doing his teams. thing. Hey, speaking of Larry Bird nine four six three. All right, weird question. Question to finish the show today is Magic Johnson overrated? So that'll be good. He's widely considered one of the top eight players of all time, but from a millennial's point of view who didn't see him play and has only seen highlights, he seems dramatically overrated and carried by Kareem. Yes, he's an awesome ball handler, but he couldn't shoot and just seemed more like a more talented white chocolate Jason Williams. So for you quote-unquote old guys, yes, Eric, not me, how good was he and how good was Larry? So basically, what is it? what is it that made him so good? Dude, he won an NBA Finals playing five different positions. Right, I was just going to say, he could I play mean, every position guy on the court. I that guy could do it all. And play it well. Yeah, and he had a charisma about him that made him special. He could light up a room. Look, it's just Donald. it it's different. 6804 texted this in earlier. You kind of alluded
1: to it. Yeah. Um, 497 scrambling yards from Patrick Mahomes on drop-back passes. 56 drop-backs were attempted. 497 yards scrambling. 8.8 8 yards per scrambling uh, drop back attempt. Jeez. He was always on the run. Wow. That is crazy. Thank you, 6804. That's, That's good great stuff. stuff. And you alluded to that too, Aj. Really good. All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.